Allison, Patrick, this is the key scene in the importance of being earnest when you realize that you have to lie in order to get the woman of your dreams. Try it. You really love me, Gwendolyn? Passionately. Oh, darling, you don't know how happy you've made me. My own earnest. But you don't really mean to say that wait, you... Wait, wait, wait. That's the moment. But you don't really... I need to see in your eyes and hear in your voice the fact that that's the emotional point where you realize that in order to get the woman of your dreams, you have to lie. Try it again. You really love me, Gwendolyn? Passionately. Darling, you don't know how happy you've made me. My own earnest. But you don't really mean to say that you couldn't love me if my name wasn't Ernest. But your name is Ernest. Excellent. Teasing out the real meaning to a scene in its first cut is much like uh, working together from your actors on set. We'll talk about the first part of that equation on today's Two Real Guys. Hi, I'm Larry Jordan. And I'm Norman Holland. This is really a two-part video because we want to take a look at a scene from two different points of view. We want to get it right in production and then... Take it into post-production to a first cut in the editing process. Getting to a first cut that truly represents the intent of the scene really starts with planning the shoot. You want to have a clear idea before you shoot a single frame. So let's talk about that scene we saw at the top of the show, right? From Oscar Wilde's from The Importance of Being Earnest. We need to figure out just how to shoot this scene. Okay, we're going to start with three cameras. Well, no, 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 not yet. First, let's figure out what the story is about. Okay, well, this scene is about... No, the... no, no, not yet. We All need right. to talk about the entire story. There's no way that you can tell me the story of the scene without telling me the story of the entire film, unless the scene is the whole film, uh, is it? So, what's the film about? Well, I'm glad you asked. You see, there are two young gentlemen, Jack and Algie, living in 1890s England. They've taken to bending the truth in order to put some excitement into their lives. Jack has invented a brother named Ernest, whom he uses as an excuse to leave his dull country life behind to visit his crush, Gwendolyn. Now, Algie decides to take the name Ernest when visiting Jack's young and beautiful ward, Cecily, at the country manor. But things get very complicated when their deceptions are discovered, though ultimately everybody ends up with the person they love when they learn it's better to live with the truth than live a lie. Right. Now, uh, that's a plot, right? So that's what happens beat right, by right, beat. Right, right, right. We all know that's the story. It's not a problem. No, not the story at all. Wait, that's wait, wait, just wait. the plot there's, line. There's a difference between the plot and the story? Yes. Well, right. what's a plot? Well, the plot is the beat by beat what happens. Okay. So, so you described quite well, with my help, uh, what happens scene to scene. Right? Okay, if the plot is what happens, then what story? Well, so plot is what the audience sees. Let's say that story is what the audience is going to feel. So what we need to really know is that Ernest, who's really Jack, uh, and his friends need to lead a double life. That's what it's about, right? So that's, that's more along the line of what we call a log line, right? 
what happens emotionally during the course of a, of a story. Mm -hmm. So if that's what the whole film is about, then what is this scene about? Well, this scene is really pivotal. It comes right early in the play, and it's where Jack realizes that he can, in fact, have the love of Gwendolyn, but only if his name is Ernest. Mm -hmm. And it isn't, it's Jack. So if that's what the scene is about, Whose scene would you say this is? Oh, no question. It's Jack's, of yeah. Ernest's. Uh, Jack's. Or Jack Ernest, yeah. double life there, right? <laughs> Great, so now let's identify the lean forward moment in this scene. Well, the lean forward moment is that moment in time when Jack realizes that he has to live as Ernest in order to win Gwendolyn. I am proud of you, young grasshopper. Uh -huh. You are deeply, deeply touched. So <laughs> now that we've figured out what the scene is about, which emphasizes and helps reveal the entire story, now we have to make sure that we cover the scene so the audience really understands that lean forward moment. So we're going to go down to the main stage. I'm going to reenact this scene. We're going to shoot it with three cameras. Mm -hmm. We'll shoot with wide shot. We'll shoot with over the shoulder two shots and with close-ups mm -hmm. because the geography of the scene is with the wide shot mm -hmm. and the emotion is with the close-ups. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we're going to be able to do is to bring out the emotion by changing what he calls the size, and the rest of us all know as the angle. No, and those are two different things for me, but that the angles, the sizes, we're gonna change performance, we'll work on lighting, you know, pretty much everything that Two Real Guys is about, right? So you wanna go up to the stage and let's see some of this worked out. And action. Ms. Fairfax, I have admired you Ever since I met you, I have admired you more than any girl that I have ever met since I met you. Yes, I'm quite well aware of that fact. And I've often wished, in public at any rate, you'd been more demonstrative. We live, as I hope you know, Mr. Worthing, in an age of ideals. My ideal has always been to love a man of the name of Ernest. The moment Algernon first mentioned to me that he had a friend called Ernest, I knew I was destined to love you. You really love me, Gwendolyn? Passionately. Oh, darling, you don't know how happy you've made me. My own Ernest. But you don't mean to say that you couldn't love me if my name wasn't Ernest. But your name is Ernest. Oh, yes, I, I know that it is. But supposing it was something else, uh, do you mean to say that you couldn't love me then? Ah, that is some metaphysical speculation. Yes, but... Speaking quite candidly, I, I must say that I don't much care for the name of Ernest. I don't think that the name suits me at all. It suits you perfectly. It's a divine name. It has its own music. It produces vibrations. Well, really, Gwendolyn, I think there are many much other nice names. I, I think Jack, for instance, a charming name. Jack? No, there's very little music in the name Jack, if any at all, indeed. Now, the only really safe name is Ernest. Oh, Gwendolyn. So now let's actually shoot the scene. We know that we want to accent the moment when Jack realizes that he can't tell Gwendolyn that his name isn't Ernest, and then he might have to keep that secret forever. Mr. Fairfax, Ever since I met you, I have admired you more than any girl I've ever met since I met you. <laughs> yes, I'm well aware of that fact. I've often wished, in public at any rate, you'd been more demonstrative. We live, as I hope you know, Mr. Worthing, in an age of ideals. My ideal has always been to love someone of the name of Ernest. The moment Algernon first mentioned to me that he had a friend called Ernest, 
I knew I was destined to love you. You really love me, Gwendolyn? Passionately. Oh, but darling, you don't know how happy you've made me. My own Ernest. But you don't mean to say that you couldn't love me if my name wasn't Ernest. But your name is Ernest. Oh, yes, I know that it is, but supposing it was something else, do you mean to say that you couldn't love me then? Ah, that is just a metaphysical speculation. Well, really, Gwendolyn, I must say I... I've never much liked the name of Ernest. I don't think that the name suits me at all. Oh, it suits you perfectly. It's a divine name. It has its own music. It produces vibrations. Well, to speak quite candidly, I, I think that there are many much nicer names. I think Jack, for instance, a charming name. Jack? No, there is very little music in the name Jack, if any at all indeed. The only really safe name is Ernest. Oh, Gwendolyn. Of course, I don't describe all of this to the actors, although if they ask questions, I'm happy to describe every angle and every camera position. The, the whole goal here is to make the actors feel comfortable within the environment mm -hmm. so they, they know what affects them and what they need to shape their characters and their reactions. Mm -hmm. right, the idea is to have all of the material shaped similarly so when you get into the editing room you can make choices based on the best performances right or the best shape where right? we talked about shape in an earlier episode and that what what we're really talking about here is is the lighting working with the shape are the performances working the shape or camera moves working with the shape is everything working with the shape because that way you won't be forced to make choices because your footage is confusingly shot, right? With a camera dolly emphasizing a different moment than your actors did, or a different point than the production designer did. Planning like this and thinking through the emotional moments of your scene makes your editing move much more smoothly and gives you great flexibility in terms of exactly how you cut the shots. We'll be back with a tip right after this. You don't want to give your actors line readings, of course, but you do want to help them understand where key emotional turns exist within the story. It's like giving directions to a driver. You don't need to teach them how to drive, but it sure helps to tell them the signposts that they should watch out for. In the next episode, we're going to take the production that we did on stage here and turn it into a first cut, a complete package of the entire scene, so we can see how it builds from planning to production to post and <laughs> it's not as easy as you might think. But it's not so hard if you keep focusing on story. I'm Norman Holland, he's Larry Jordan. We'll see you for part two on Two Real Guys. Mm -hmm.